what's good? It's your girl, Wilhelmina Jones, a.k.a. The Empress Raw, checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And I have a very special guest in the bitty with me. But before I let him introduce himself, go ahead and check in with the people real quick, Shay. Hey, it's your girl, Shay Bay in the building. Yes, man. And now for the special guest. Can you please introduce yourself to the people? <laughs> no, I'm playing. This is Ripper De La Hoya, a.k.a. Rip on the Beat. Wait, 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 wait. You got to do not, the tag. No, Why no, you can't no, do no, the no, tag? Because no. I don't do that no more. Oh, so it's not Rip on the Beat, bitch. I let the people do that. Oh, okay. You know what? This is, <laughs> this is what happens. But thank you for coming and joining us, Mr. Rip on the Beat, bitch. Anytime, Miss Ma'am. Yeah, so I'm so excited for you to be in the building with us. You know, you just dropped the project, but before we get into that and everything that you do, and before you highlight the people, we usually start the show off with our hot topics for the week. So feel free to chime in on any subject that you'd like to speak on, but the first thing I want to get into is... um. Yesterday, Meg the Stallion took to social media on her live, and she spoke about her label, 1501, won't let her release new music. So did you see about that, Shay? Did you get to see her live checking in? And she spoke on um, the contract. Wanted, she was in a contract with, what is it, 1501? Yeah, so what she was basically explaining on her live, like, I didn't get to catch the live in person, but I saw clips. So basically, she was explaining how both of the labels she's on are both independent. So she signed to 1501 and 300. So basically, with 1501, like, she basically signed a contract when she was 20 when her mom was still alive Mm -hmm. and basically i guess they had a relationship with one of the guys who's a part of 1501 and because they had such a really good relationship they were like hey we're starting a new label we want you on it like when she was you know starting to get into rap so they decided to sign with 1501 um thinking that you know since they have a relationship with this guy that you know everything will be all good blase blase so did they invest in her initially um i believe so i think that they were i don't think it was like a full invest i don't think they were fully investing because like they said like she was saying that she basically is on an independent label so a lot of the stuff she does what she was explaining is that it's really her like she says she gets up and does whatever she wants to do like if she wants to go somewhere she goes if she wants to release a song, she does it because they're both independent labels. Mm-hmm. So that's what she was trying to explain to people that because a lot of people are trying to lump it in with Rock Nation. And she's like, look, Rock Nation is my management, not my record label. So since both of them are independent, that's how her basically how it's supposed to work is that she's supposed to have creative control. Mm-hmm. So I don't know initially what happened. I guess um, what she was explaining was that they weren't allowing her to drop new music, apparently, because she wanted to renegotiate her contract. Um, now that she's with Rock Nation, she has m- more lawyers. She has people who are experienced on the team now, what she was explaining. So they were explaining the con- the initial contract to her, and the lawyers were like, look, yeah, we need to get this renegotiated. So she thought it wasn't going to be a big deal to just go to them and say, hey, I want to renegotiate. She she didn't want to leave 1501. She didn't want to um for it to be any bad blood, she was explaining. But she said as soon as she asked them, hey, I want to re- renegotiate, it was a problem. Mm. So on the other hand, one of the guys who owns 1501 He's um I think he's I don't know if he still plays baseball but his name is called Carl Crawford and um he was explaining on a podcast like a couple months ago that um basically saying the opposite that it's not like that and um basically he was just making it seem like it's not that's not the story so nobody knows what the real story is because he's saying opposite of what Megan is saying and Megan is saying one thing. And of course they say there's always three sides to the story, his side, her side and the truth. 
So yeah, and I just hate to see it because it's like it seems like this happens so many times in the music industry. The young artists they'll see you know opportunity and just go to signing contracts, and it's like nobody reads it. Everybody just feels like, oh, it's family or whatever, and, oh, I can just trust this person. And then look what happens. She blows up. She gets a bigger opportunity, and now it's pressure. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that, Ripper, as far as, like, what artists and contracts and everything goes? And for you being so established now in the industry and having to deal with contracts, what would be your advice to um, different artists approached with contracts? Uh, no comment. No comment as far as so nothing like because that's just me. I just can't speak on another person's situation because just like she said, there's always three sides to a story: his, hers, and the truth. So yeah, okay. So just not even on her situation, but Mm -hmm. just in general, as far as like contracts go like when you get contracts come your way do you have a lawyer you just read yourself or have you ever been in like a shitty deal type of situation well i was always taught to always have a lawyer present because you know you never know who has your best interest really so basically that's the advice then with any contract because i say that too a lot of times it's like but do people at 20 years old have money to really get a lawyer to look I over mean, yeah now, I, nowadays music attorneys take like back end money like they you know you could pay them after the situation so mm-hmm. yeah i think i think there's too many horror stories in the music industry it's been going on for years with people saying they were in bad contracts how basically the label gave them the lawyer they didn't know the the lawyer that they got was working with the label they put them in a shitty deal all this type of stuff and it's like there's so many horror stories and it's like i understand that whether you're coming out of the hood, wherever, whatever situation you're coming out of from when you're seeing a contract with a certain amount of money, sometimes it's just easy to just jump into something without really looking into it. Because I know a lot of people were saying like, for example, like when you're downloading an app on the Internet or whatever and they have the terms and agreements and we never read that shit. Mm-hmm. Literally, like it could say <laughs> when you die, we, we want your brain when you die and we're literally just hitting accept. Because who the hell is going to read all of that? So that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of people were saying, like, y'all so quick to judge. And it's like, you know how many contracts we go through when we're downloading apps or we're we're doing anything on the Internet and we just accept and we don't know what the fuck we're accepting. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a prime example that you just got to look out for yourself because in business, business is business. I don't care if it's family, friends, whatever. Like at the end of the day, business, when you go to school, they tell you it's the bottom line. It's about the bottom line. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's about return on investment. So, yeah, so you got to look out for yourself. Don't be so thirsty to just quick and sign something and have no idea what you're getting into because it looks good or you hungry or you poor. So you just want to be on. Like, that's my best advice to artists to make sure you have somebody that you can trust that's, you know, guiding you and that's like looking over your contracts because this happens way too much where people getting in shitty deals like their first time around and it's always hell like if they blow up somebody gotta end up buying them out of their contract or they're stuck in a situation so our advice is to basically just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into for real before you sign any um real paperwork but there was a quick update she's suing 1501 so because oh. she's suing them right now she's allowed to release music that i just saw it on my timeline just now so she's suing them so now she's able to at the meantime, while she's doing that, she's able to release music if she wants to. That's so. crazy because you know what I hate to see too? It's like um, people believe in you before anybody else does. And they give you opportunity and they help you. And then it's like somebody else bigger comes and then it becomes a big mess. Like between trying to be loyal to the people that put you on and trying to satisfy the new people that got the bag behind you. It's like it should be a fair exchange. And At first, she was saying she's not trying to be greedy or whatever. She wants to get them, you know, what they feel like they're entitled to. But now it's like, because you didn't read the small print, now you're going through the whole extra bullshit to where they might end up having to even buy her out the contract 
and all that type of stuff. So artists out there, don't be thirsty. Make sure you checking out you or you have somebody checking out um, your paperwork. Anyway, going on to the next topic. Oh, man, like the world is on high alert right now. Um, this coronavirus epidemic scare, like, whoo, it didn't hit the U.S. They even cases came out today that in Florida, um, that is here actually now. I don't know how to feel about this because we've seen Ebola. We've seen the, what's it, Zika, Zika virus. SARS. All kind of stuff. And it's just like, what is really happening? And how the hell did it get here? And what is going on with this stuff? It's very scary because I like to travel a lot. And now I'm just like. They tell the niggas don't go nowhere. I just feel like at this point, it's just, I feel like they're not telling us the truth anyway. Like, first of all, in China, you're not allowed to speak any ill will on a country whatsoever. You can't go on the internet and say anything bad about the country or else you're going to get arrested. I heard there's a couple people that came out and started talking about what's really going on in China and they disappeared. Like, niggas cannot find them. They don't know what happened to them. They don't know if they're okay. They yeah, what about were- the doctor who was um, involved in the beginning? I heard. Didn't he die, too? I have no idea. I don't know if he's missing or yeah. if he's dead. No, he died. Oh. You see, so, I just can't. This is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> This I is a lot to deal with. What is actually happening but it's just like always time when it's some an election is coming out or something is about to happen it's just always some crazy shit that just happens to happen right before you know and i don't know has trump even said anything about it has he come out even at first he said it was a hoax and now because there's so many because the thing about it when i notice about certain republicans i'm not gonna say all but a lot of them love to make science propaganda like anything scientists come up with is propaganda Mm -hmm. like literally some of them don't believe in global warming right and it's like you see it every day that the the earth is changing because we have different weather conditions things that don't normally happen are happening so it's like how do you explain that so if you're going to have a president who's literally there's something in his face and instead of dealing with it he's going to say it's a hoax I mean, we doomed because I just don't understand. Like, and then once it's been shit's been hitting the fan in the U.S. Now he had to kind of backtrack and say, "Okay, well, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I'm just like, nigga, you've been knew this shit was happening and you first said it was a hoax. Now that it's in your face. Now you want to say, "Okay," but I don't know. It's just a mess. And just everybody be safe like wash your hands try to prevent it as much as Why you they can saying that now everyone like wash your hands sanitize so niggas, niggas wash don't their wash their hands before. niggas I don't wash i wash my hands i wash my hands, I myself, I wash my hands but time. i've seen people going to the restroom honey and i'm like oh so you, y'all just don't wash our hands okay so basically like how what is like how can you get it in like um, I they don't know how contagious it is because they said it's like a two to fourteen day window and it has symptoms like the flu. So and that's the reason why like it's a little bit iffy because they're like they don't know at one po- at what point in the um the spectrum is it contagious since it has a two to fourteen day. So window. basically, if you get it though, you did dead life free no they said usually the people that have been dying from it well i'm going by reports Mm -hmm. i i really don't know but they're saying that people who have other illnesses who get coronavirus those are the ones because the people who have been dying have been pretty like elderly like the the guy who died in seattle he was 70 and they said he had like another ailment and that's probably what caused him to die but like I said, I don't know if they're telling us the full truth or not. That's the thing about media and the news and these different governments. We don't know if they're telling us the full spectrum of what's really going on or not. So if you but, drink Corona, you could get it? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard they stop. stopped one down because <laughs> niggas not buying Corona because they can't read. Corona and coronavirus oh, okay. are two know, different things. Like, I, I just don't see where this shit came from all of a sudden out the blue. And now it's like spreading. Now it's like here I'm going to just keep my mouth shut because I want to live. So, you know. 
It's I sad, man. So I'm going to shut up. I see people <laughs> flying now with, like, masks on and gloves and all this type of stuff. And I remember my good sis, Naomi Campbell, was talking a few weeks, maybe a few months back. And she was like, oh, you when you go on the planes, you got to be, you know, they were talking. They were dragging her because she sanitized her seat. She cleaned up. She goes through all these extra. That's why and, she's a queen. Yeah, yeah, but it's real, though. When you get on the planes, you know how dirty and all them germs. And, like, when I go in there, I be having, like, a sheet over my head. I don't like nobody touching me, talking to me, breathing. They be coughing all in the plane and stuff like that. No respect. And mm-hmm. now, 200 cases in Florida. So, it's right here. It don't be serious until it happens to hit your backyard. And then you like, oh, shit, this could, shit could be real. And I, I today still, you know, I'm ignorant. I, my birthday is coming up, so I was looking to book a trip. Them trips right now, boy, you can get them for the low guys. All right, no, no I'm <laughs> just saying because there's a couple people came back from Italy and they got it. Like even like some of the kids who are doing um study abroad, they had to bring them back home. Like it's affecting a lot of things right now where um. It's a whole bunch of Americans in different countries doing different things, working, school, whatever, and, and they have to come back, back home because of it. So, y'all be careful out there, you know what I'm saying? And just like she said, or like they're saying, make sure you wash your hands, make sure you know you stay covered. People ain't coughing all on you, like right now, boy, you could get the fade, boy, you cough on me, I ain't going for it. <laughs> like, it's real, it's real. I, but anyway, going on to the next topic, um, Lil Baby, his album just dropped, matter of fact. Um, who else dropped this week? G G Herbo. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, that's what those two are what I've been hearing about the most. Did you get a chance to check it out? Um, I think I probably heard like two songs from Herbo's album. I didn't get to finish the whole thing and Lil Baby I heard a couple of tracks. I kind of like it so far, but I don't want to give an assessment of someone's album unless I listen to the whole thing. Please. But from what I heard from Lil Baby's album, I like it. G Herbo, I got to finish his album, but I've been hearing nothing but good things about Herbo's album. What about you? Herbo album crack. Wow, I've been hearing. <laughs> we got a comment, guys. Right. Woo! Woo! <laughs> rip on the beat. Did you listen to Lil Baby? You checked it out too? Yeah, he got some um some work on there. Okay. Yeah, I've been listening um to Lil Baby. I haven't gotten around to listening to the other one yet, but just from looking on my timeline, surprisingly, um I've been seeing a lot of people talking about Herbal's project and it's like um I ain't gonna lie, I thought he used to like kinda rap like Silk the Shocker a little bit, like <laughs> off beat. But it seems like a lot of people is our vibe in it you know what i'm saying crack. i'm seeing it all up and down and for you to say it's crack and i know you're very critical about things <laughs> um it makes me want to check it out crack <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna check it out um when i leave here tonight i'm gonna make i'm gonna make sure i listen to it but speaking about little baby he came out with an interview uh right before um <laughs> he came out with an interview right before his project uh dropped and it caused social media to just go in an uproar because his baby mama what is it Jada Jada um he was on the interview and he was talking about they were asking him you know about love and has he ever been in love and he basically was like nope Never been in love. I don't have to whatever. And it's like, dang, what about the baby mama that just dropped 25 racks for your birthday and just had your son and all that type of stuff? And she goes really hard for him. And she was just arguing last week about um, Alexis Sky. And now for him to come on this interview and be like, oh, no, nah, I don't love nobody. I've never been in love. Um, you know, she retweeted the comment and it was like what is there to say he said what he said mm-hmm. and it just made me feel bad because it's like no matter what you do with these guys and stuff and i not i don't know them personally so i can't really go in like that but just the perception of everything for how it's so easy for a guy to be like oh no nah, i don't love her or whatever but 
she does all this type of stuff. She's very open about, you know, being so in love and going so hard for him. Like, did you get to see uh, the clip of the interview or the uproar on social media about it? I saw the clip and yeah, I saw what a lot of women were saying on the timeline that it's just, you know, what I noticed is that people always have advice for single women. Oh, in order to keep a man, you got to do this. Older women come give you advice in order to keep a man, you need to do this. I don't want to hear that shit because it's like on the timeline, I heard a whole bunch of women talking about, look at all this shit. She done dropped a bag on this nigga for his birthday. She like, and this is my thing. It's not to judge their situation because we don't know. Mm. But at the same time, what I notice is that with men and um, with relationships is that I don't think there's criteria in keeping a man because some people say cooking, cleaning, being domestic, whatever. If they want to walk away, they're going to walk away. Drop a bag on them. You support them with their dream. If they want to walk away, they're going to walk away. So what really is the criteria for relationships and what keeping a man? And I use that with quotations because, I mean, you shouldn't have to keep a man. Coochie don't keep them. A baby don't keep them. Spend the bread on them don't keep them. So that's my problem, too. When people are like, oh, why are you single? I always tell them because niggas don't like to be kept. Niggas don't know what they want. A lot of them don't. Boy, that leg's shaking. No, leg. that leg's shaking, boy. <laughs> nah, I mean, if anybody want to chime in, that's what it seems like. I'm not going to say all men because every man is different. But at the same time, it's just sometimes the perception with certain relationships is that, I mean, you put that much into a relationship for him to just walk away and be like, all right, I ain't I fuck with you like that. I ain't love you, da, 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 da. It's just... Yeah. So what keeps a man kind of sucks interest, you know, after they then chased you down, did everything to try to court you and stuff like that to get in a relationship or you can't answer because you're not in a relationship either. Because I heard your project and somebody <laughs> had you and your feelings. But so what you do you what's think? The question again? <laughs> I said, as far as how do you keep a man? Because we see with everything that. You know, for instance, Jada and Lil Baby or just men in general. It's just like, it just seems like men don't want to be kept or don't want to, you know, have a commitment. How can, how would somebody keep Ripper? Hmm. Just being, being my peace, I guess. Don't drive me crazy. Don't be too clinky. That's it? Yeah. I don't do that and I seem to not be able to. Be keeping them like it all depends on who you like going after. Some people just in it for the sport. Mm. Mm. That's that hurt. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that that That's hurt crazy. right there. Cause no, I, f- I, I really get tired of that. I feel like, damn, a nigga could chase you down the whole time and stuff like that. And it's just like a badge of honor just to be like a trophy. Put on the shelf to be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That empress right there and put that right there. Like, <laughs> I hate that. I hate knowing the fact that, you know, somebody could chase you down that whole time and everything. You do everything to try to be right, and you just could end up like what Future said, being a part of the collection. Mm. That's that hurt. She belonged to the streets. <laughs> That's that hurt, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I guess, you know, we'll find out one day what it is to, you know, keep a man. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm not following no what more advice that? from people. What was, you had to say? I ain't had to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you whatever, man. But Twitter teaches me so much stuff. Like, just recently, I found out about this whole what's your love language or whatever and you never heard of this before no i never really heard i'm a thug i never really heard of this type of stuff before so (laughs) (laughs) so when i seen them start oh it's your love language love language like fuck these people talking about and then um kind of late to the party i guess i guess but you know so love language they said there's Five different acts of love. You got quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, physical touch. 
So Shay sent me a little quiz today. And that before I took the quiz, I already had said that I think my love language is um, quality time and physical touch. Like, I am... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Griffin is killing me. <laughs> Guys, I wish y'all could see his face oh, right man. now. <laughs> no, nah, because that's what I chose, too. Quality time and physical touch? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel the same way. Like, to me, as far as words, like, I feel like a bitch could just tell you anything. Like, yeah, baby, you know, I love you. So I done had a nigga tell me they love me the first. Anyway, but. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, sound like so you had a story to tell us like, someone else. It's like words don't really mean too much to me. Like, like I said, if I'm really vibing you, I fuck with you like that. I want to spend time with you. I want to touch you. I want you to feel my energy. It's not. I don't even like talking on the phone that much. You know, um, the gifts and stuff like that. That's cool or whatever. But for me, the Quality time and physical touch, like, uh, that's how I could tell, like, somebody's into me, like, you know, the vibe. That's what I like. But what what you was about to say? I wasn't about to say anything. But um, I agree <laughs> to what you got going on and whatever. Um, quality time does, like, work hand-in-hand with physical touch because... In order to physically touch someone, you got to be around them, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And sometimes, you know, just like you said, like, words don't mean nothing, but, you know, hand gestures and the way, like, you touch somebody. Yeah. yeah. That says. It says a lot. It says a lot. It says a lot. What about you, Shay? Oh, my top, my top three was... Words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service. I don't like when people touch me. Like, please. Like, you know, my mom, I know my mom loves me, but they, maybe it's the way I was raised. I'm Jamaican. I'm 200% Jamaican. So we don't do that kissy, lovey-dovey. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hug. We don't do that. It's like, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. If I love you, you know I love you. We don't do that touchy-feely. I don't mind. Um, I don't like PDA. I don't mind, you know, at home. That's cool. But out in public, no, I'm not with that. So I knew that was going to be last. But words of affirmation, more for me, the questions they were asking was more like, if you're with someone and they're encouraging you, not mm-hmm. the just, I love you, I love you, just like, Say you're having a bad day and they come in and they're like, yo, you got this. Yeah, that type of thing. That's I think that's why I got that number one, because I feel like I'm one of those people who I encourage people around me. So sometimes I need that encouragement. Quality Mm -hmm. time, of course. Like, I don't care what we're doing as long as we're together. Like and then acts of service, because, you know, I'm about that action. Like, don't just talk like help me out with some shit because I come from a family of men who if something's wrong with my car, they're going to make sure it's fixed. So, yeah, well, you know, I need that time in the morning. I need that time at night. You know what I'm saying? When a nigga get a little zesty. Shut up, girl. (laughs) That part. (laughs) Yeah. So my love language is definitely, um, I'm not going to say I'm clingy, but if I really like you and I'm feeling you going to know because when I get around you, I'm going to want to be touching on you and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> so, you think was, so you think it was pretty accurate? Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate because, I mean, I know that's me. And then also, like um, Rip was saying, as far as, like, body language. Now, it's totally different. Like, if I don't like you, bitch, do not touch me. Do not be around me. I don't like to be crowded. <laughs> don't try to test your luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> chill, 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 chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting zesty in there. <laughs> yeah, what so. I was going to say, um, she said like she 200% Jamaican and they don't like touching people. But what's up with like all the little dancing where y'all just be like <laughs> skydiving from a plane I mean, on top of each other and shit? For real. I, I don't think that's okay. Culturally, <laughs> like we just 
musical people, I would say. Like, that's just in our DNA to dance. So, dancing and PDA. Y'all call that two dancing? Different- <laughs> Like, I mean, that flipping see, off like houses just to land on. I could just speak for myself. Shit, wow. I try to avoid Caribbean parties at all costs because I don't want to die. So <laughs> I stay I, home. I, I with see it. somebody like pick up like one of them like big bricks like, during the dance and all. Like, oh. listen, I love my people, but sometimes they be doing the most. I ain't gonna lie, them dance hall parties, and I want to live. I don't want to die, or I stay on the wall. But then again, they don't stop them. So. Mm. Um, like I said, I don't mind physical touch at home, you know. But um, in public, no, Mm-mm. I'm yeah. not with it. Well, the people sounded off on Twitter. I posted a question. What everybody was saying is, a lot of people said quality time, um, physical touch, and then I think like gifts and acts of service. I think words of affirmation was pretty much like. The last, as far as um, everybody that chimed in when I asked a question on Twitter. But, you know what I'm saying? I think that's something important now that you have to ask your partner because what you might like, they might not like. So, you have to know who you vibing with and what they dealing with because that might be a turnoff for you for or one of your you know one of the people involved like somebody might not like to be touched somebody might like gifts or used to getting certain things so i think that's a very important question to ask to kind of see and find out um where people's head is at for sure but yeah i want to talk you know about ripper's project actually you just dropped a project for valentine's day yeah and what was it called Yours truly love Ripper. Yours truly love Ripper. And I must say, I really enjoy this project. Yeah. I listen to it thoroughly. And I'm very proud of you. I hear thank the growth. You, thank you. You know, because, you know, how did you get started, actually, for the people that don't know you um, into music? I know people know you as a producer. Some people might not have known that you are an artist. But how did you get into um, making tracks and everything in the first place. You see that guy right there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when we was younger, it was him and his three brothers. And Who they, is him? Because, you know, people can't see him. So K.E., Reek, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to, like, I don't know. They knew that I could rap, and they used to, like, kind of, like, bully me a little bit to, like, spit. Like, they always used to, like, challenge me to freestyle and stuff, so... They used to like beat on the cars and shit and we'll be like rapping a like one Lil Wayne song like every day until we get like better at freestyling at least, you feel me? So mm-hmm. that was okay. like the vibes. So you started basically I started off rapping free- and okay. then like I think when I turned like nineteen or twenty, one of them, I just started making beats. Okay. So um you started off as an artist, you started making beats. How did you you just started to say, hey, I need to make my own. I rap, so I need to make my own tracks. Or you wanted to work with other people. How did the beats really, like, come into? Well, like, when I started, like, working on my own little projects and stuff like that, somebody denied me, like, access to beats. And it was, like, the hottest producer at the moment. And I just looked. I said, fuck it. I'm going to go home and I'm going to learn myself. Mm. And here we are. So see how that happens sometimes like that? Sometimes that discouragement or somebody, you know, telling you no can make you say, okay, well, I'm going to get out there and do it myself. So when you first started making tracks, did you, you you couldn't have just been just raw when you came in. You had a few whack ones. Everybody got their first couple <laughs> wax songs, but you know, as you get like older and you start to like learn how to finesse your words and have a way with words or whatever, you start to like really know what you want to say. Like before, I ain't know how to say what I wanted to say, mm-hmm. but like as I got older and I studied like people like Lil Wayne, Fabulous, uh, like people who knew like the art of like storytelling, mm-hmm. that shit kind of helped. Like even with this project, like. As you can see, like, it was, like, more Miami-oriented. You feel me? Like, I was listening to, like, a whole lot of Major Nine, a whole lot of Ball Greasy, Kid Omar. And, you know, I was listening to him, K.E., 
Like, it's a lot of people who knew how to, like, put it together. You feel me? When they was, like, speaking what they were speaking on to me, I just like, okay, well, I've been through this, I've been through that, I've been through this as far as relationship goes. So I might as well channel, like, certain situations I've been in and see if everybody has been through the same thing that I've been through at least. Mm-hmm. Is this one of your favorite projects? It's not one of my favorite projects. I just did it for the women. And, and the feedback I've been seeing all over the timeline, <laughs> and the people want to know who well, who got you in your feelings. Nobody, like <laughs> I said, this was just like channeling moments from when I was in certain relationships. Every situation was a different relationship. So, mm. yeah. So, but you know, it's it's from real life. Yeah, yeah, real life situation. That's the only reason people feeling it so much. Because they can relate. Yeah. So now if people end up with a Scorpio baby, we know. Please. Don't do nothing that I wouldn't do. And if you do it, (laughs) name it after me. Jack boy. (laughs) That's crazy. And some of the artists that you mentioned, your resume has been growing. You got a few, what is it, plaques and stuff like that? Yeah. I got a couple and I got a. I got the Kevin Gates, I got the Kodak, and working on a few more. Uh, I got the placement on the Bad Boys 3 movie with the City Girls, so that was cool, too. Can we give it up for the round of applause? Woo! All this work, putting in, getting plaques and stuff. Like, how does that feel? It's okay. Like, I, I feel like nothing really matters until I can move my mama out the hood. Mm. Pretty much. Okay, and so just as far as your resume go, who are some of the artists that you've worked for outside? I know you got a, I know you got a little it's resume. Too, it's too right much now. of a list, but just you know, stay tuned. All will be revealed sooner or later. And you know, I like that too because it's like you could flex and brag and say, but you're so humble, you're so low key, like you're really like a borderline introvert. You know, I always pick <laughs> on you. About this all the time, I'm pretty sure people would feel because they hear your name a lot. Like you'd be out on the scene, but I mean, I'd be out on the scene, but they don't see when? me. When I'd be out <laughs> on the scene, but they don't see me. That's the best way to be. What is it? Is it the industry that you nah. just don't like to be around people, or you just don't nah. like the fake love? I feel like I got the ability to feel negative energy when I walk in the room. So I wouldn't put myself in a place that I know that I know I wouldn't normally vibe. So that's just how that go. Okay. Okay. And what are some, or who are some artists that you looking forward to working with that you never worked with before? Well, I just, I want platinum plaques. So if anything, I want to work with like the Drakes. I want to work with like Post Malone. uh, Anybody who could just get it like the first week, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just want to be part of like whatever they got going on. I could like introduce them to like the Miami culture. If not that, just something that uh fit their tempo. So what do you feel as far as like um, Miami the sound? I I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like right now you are one of the producers that's responsible for shaping um, the Miami sound and what what's going on. I mean, with the Miami sound and stuff, it's it's all about having fun. Like, most people are, like, overthinking it, and everybody's trying to, like, saturate it with thinking that they have, like, the formula for it. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. It's just, you know, when you're making music and stuff like that, everything is supposed to be, like, fun. Like, once it becomes a business, you really don't like it anymore. Like, so true. Yeah, so. That's how I feel. I feel like the Miami vibe is just... It's just culture, do you feel me? And everybody wants a piece of it. They just don't know how to go about it. That's just it. Mm-hmm. And right now, where can you um, find this project that you just dropped? Everywhere except for SoundCloud. You could probably get like two songs from SoundCloud, but everywhere from Tidal to Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere. Pandora, <laughs> no matter where you're looking at. Like all you gotta do is just type in my name and it'll pop up. Your name or the whole rip on the beat, bitch. Nah, just my name. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, cool, cool. And as far as, um, you know, we talking about love language and all that and yours truly, what is Ripper's ideal <laughs> um, type of female or somebody that you want to be with? I know it's kind of hard because we in the music industry, but if you had to say what you looking for, um, or are you looking for a relationship or you don't think that's possible with I being feel in like, I feel like when it comes to relationships, I just want somebody that's going to strive for success. Like they got to believe in themselves more than they believe in myself, like in me and everybody else that they like, you know, rooting no free for. free ride, they got to have something going on. I ain't going to necessarily say no free ride, but they definitely got to have something going on though. Like it'd be a lot of people that's just there in the background, but. When someone just like you know, someone you believe in, someone that you could you see potential in or whatever, if they working hard, you got to push them too. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I don't want somebody that's coming and they just like, oh, I'm just gonna work a nine to five for the rest of my life. Like you got to be able to like want to be a boss someday. Uh, work on being a boss. Like you got to at least want to own rental property or something. Like mm-hmm. start off little, you'll grow into something big. So you saying basically too that you put that bag up for um a lash company if they wanted to get in. Man, if she proved to me that she like doing nails, I'll get her a shop. (laughs) Whatever she wanna do, like if she like a hundred not even a hundred, a thousand percent sure that this is what she really gonna do and she wanna expand and she give me like a plan. You own that. Yeah, I'm on it. All right, we gonna talk at the show, but um no, I'm just playing. <laughs> yes, but I appreciate you um, so much for coming through. Shay, is there anything that you wanted to really ask Ripper about? No, you pretty much covered everything, to be honest. Okay, and real quick, where can they follow you at? Uh, Twitter and Instagram only, Ripper De La Hoya, R-I-P-P-A-D-E-L-A-H-O-Y-A. And are you dropping, because I've been seeing you teasing, talking about a new project and all this type of stuff coming <laughs> soon, and we had a conversation about this. I mean, but. it, I'm going to just like, I don't want to put out no data or anything, so I'm going to just let the universe do its thing, you feel me? So it all depends. I got like a bunch of collaboration projects because everybody wants to like, they see that I could physically stand in the paint with music now, so they, you know, they want to work. So we're gonna see how that goes. Yeah, you like you said, you've been doing major stuff. Also, I see you um, work with Tierra Trinise on this single that she made, the Ninety Nine Jams co-signer. So you helping her with her career. It's a lot of people that you instrumental in the background that you yeah. know you've been giving them that look. I mean, it's like I feel like it's my duty to work with like. Miami, matter of fact, South Florida. Cause mm-hmm. shit, I'm from South Florida. I gotta, I gotta help Where are you my from people exactly? grow. Relax, take it <laughs> easy. <laughs> but like, at, I'm from Dade County, so at that, I, it's just, it's just meant for me to just work with my peoples. You feel me? So with Tierra, I'm working on like at least half of her project. So and that drop on the six, I mm-hmm. think. Six of the eight, one of them. But yeah. And you've done stuff for Kiddo, Mirror Monk, Major uh, Nine, Nine. Tafia. It don't matter, everybody. Everybody that's from here and new the city girls now, like mm-hmm. so hopefully I get me like a, a Ross and that's probably it. That's probably the only person I ain't worked with from Miami. Okay. And you have management or if somebody wanted to get tracks, how would they get at you? I mean, they could DM me, but I do have management. Uh, you can holler at Dave O. Like, he's also Mozzie's manager, so. Mm-hmm. Like, you can holler at him. He he handles all the paperwork and stuff like that. So, what, they would DM you on or what, email do? you? Yeah, they have to email me because I don't give out phone numbers. and um, Just like a Miami nigga. But anyway, <laughs> yes, is there anything that you wanted to um check in and say with the people? It's a blessing to be here and uh, and uh, and support a ripper. You know, I, I pretty much I've been with him since day one, so I got to really see him grow uh, to where he's at now. I mean, he's an inspiration. You know, not just to us, but uh, to Miami in general. 
and um you know he 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 had a he had a couple a couple projects that he worked on he was on a, a fair baby what um money NBA bag yo and, and yeah, money yo. bag so he had left that out i wanted to add that um <laughs> but uh shout out to Shay Shay. I'ma call her Shay Shay. <laughs> uh, shout out to Empress, you know. Um I really love what y'all doing for Miami. I love what y'all doing for the city. And um, you know, I don't really wanna I don't wanna talk much about me because right now we're here to celebrate my boy and his project that he recently released and it's all about him i'm here to support him still gonna talk about you you got a project on the way that i got it i got it i got a little something, something on the way we cooking up um like i said my name is ke you know it stands for uh king e pretty much i'm from homestead florida Dad. my boy uh, that, that part that part so um pretty much i'm working on a project right now called freshman year you know, I got a couple features on that. Got yours truly, Ripper on the beat. Uh, or, or Ripper De La Hoya. My, my bad, yeah, Ripper De La Hoya. that's better. You feel me? <laughs> so, um, he also got Mirror Monk. That's a cool vibe, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we we got a... I'm collabing with a, a couple artists. Um, And like I said, I mean, you know, when you, when you hang around Ripper, you know, that iron sharpens iron. So you got to stand in the paint with him. You know, and you produce or you artist? No, I'm an artist. Yeah, artist. Yeah, I can't. Dope I can't, ass artist at that. I can't make beats to save my life, so <laughs> but yeah, I can rap. Stay out my kitchen, please. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, but again, like we're here to celebrate him. We're here to talk about his project. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what you're doing. Always, family. Keep striving for that success. Absolutely. I'm so proud of y'all, and this is what I want to ask too. So, as far as um, making beats, what you on Fruity Loops or? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on FL Studios. Like that's that's like my vibe. I've been playing with it since I was a kid, but I ain't really know. I ain't really understanding it until like somebody made me mad enough to understand it. Mm-hmm. And what what goes into become? All right, would you consider yourself a producer or a beat maker? Cause it's a difference. Uh, a beat maker is just somebody who just put whatever together. Me, I just I see like the vision of who I send shit to. So producing is like around the whole exactly developing the whole. Like you never like a a beat maker put stuff on the internet and just hope that somebody like make something of it. Like a producer knows who he's sending his craft to because he already heard the vision and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Like, nine times out of ten, any beat that you ever heard, like, placed anywhere, I literally made it for whoever that was. You feel me? And I see, too, you like a lot of samples. I'm trying to, like, dial, I'm trying to dial back from it because I ain't trying to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Well, I'm so grateful for the exclusive because I know you don't like to talk much. I know you don't like to come out much, but... I mean, like I said, I'll be out, but nobody sees me. Yeah, yeah. you a damn ghost. You definitely don't be out there like that. I'd rather be ghost than Tariq. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I appreciate you for um, sliding through. And tonight, I want to say shout out to Young Fresher and Fresher's Juice Bar because, you know, that juice be getting me right Definitely. um also shout out to bel-air and bumboo for you know waiting giving the vibes my, my i'm gonna send you home with a bottle tonight I, even though you don't drink bottle. but yeah because you don't even drink I, so i drink bel-air bel-air ain't, ain't liquor mm-hmm. but <laughs> shout out to Bel-Air. thank you um for sponsoring us and always getting the vibes right and also i want to give a special cheers to success to munch the number one sound man in miami like a killer (laughs) (laughs) he but he is very intelligent and he has a podcast called trapping a dead also but um i wanted to give a cheers to success for that one (laughs) because <laughs> trapping ain't dead you feel me <laughs> a cheers to him because he went he won an award this past weekend um at the hennessy event you want to tell us a little more anything is possible about that yeah um it was a basically my podcast talk about like social justice and human rights and shit like that you know mm-hmm. politics and bullshit um 
hood news. But at the end of the day, Trapping ain't dead, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> at the at the end of the day, Hennessy wanted to honor uh, me alongside um, some some amazing um, dope ass black women. You know what I mean? That's also trailblazing, doing their thing in the community. Um, people who's passing. Some people. Well, basically, majority of them I've worked with. Um, worked worked with a few times. So, yeah, that's what it was. Pretty much, it was Hennessy. We are. Uh, proud, creative, ambitious. Uh, it was like a panel and an award ceremony. Well, congratulations to you. Y'all give it up for him much one more time. You know what I'm saying? Woo! Always love to see, you know, our black entrepreneurs, you know, doing yes. something amazing. So I hope y'all play like my at least Jeezy on y'all show. <laughs> oh, at least. At least. <laughs> That gotta be like y'all theme song, the Trappinate Dead song. I need a theme song too, matter of fact, but we'll talk about that. We have a few things to talk about. Um, off straight the raw, I got you. You feel me? <laughs> Keeping it straight raw. Shit, I already took like two shots today, so <laughs> we gonna we gonna um, go home and work on that. <laughs> Alright, for sure. Real quick, um, Shay, tell them where they can follow you at. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shay underscore Bay 89 S-H-A-Y underscore B-A-E 89. Make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. Um, follow the page. It's straight raw. And check out the weight, uh, the website. Sorry, that bamboo didn't hit me. <laughs> um, Straightraw.com. And you can check out these episodes on most digital platforms yeah, pretty much every um yeah, podcast platform we're gonna work Somebody on getting it on soundcloud was- much real quick you want to tell them where to follow you at <laughs> literally trapping ain't dead podcast machiavelli much all like minds media and you said where to follow you at right just yeah. tell them one more time uh twitter instagram that's the only places i be at uh r-i-double-p-a-d-e-l-a-h-o-y-a me ripper de la oya thank you so much for coming through and keeping it straight raw well much love y'all we gonna see y'all next episode and thank you so much for tuning in yeah